You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show whose death has been highly exaggerated. <laughs> That's a teaser for later. Yeah, that'll make sense later. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm Cody, very I'm, much alive. I'm the artist formerly known as Sam. I am Josh Two. <laughs> the sequel to Josh. <laughs> the sequel to Josh. And I'm Samantha. <laughs> well, we have a great show for you this week. A whole bunch of things we're going to be talking about. We're going to get riled up in the second half of this show, I think. Just a little bit. I, yeah, I have a feeling. I just have a feeling we're going to get a little riled. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Very nice. I found the old clips. Wow. I found all my old clips. I, yeah. I wish the listening audience could have seen the very good interpretive dance that Josh has come up with for the. <laughs> we're check gonna have it to start. Sequence. We're gonna have to start doing TikToks again <laughs> yeah. of, of Josh of Josh's interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a million views. No, we won't. A million. Views. No, we won't. No, it we won't. It broke new ground. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I have an extremely current check it out. Yeah. Uh, we went and saw Megan. Oh, uh, yes. On Tuesday, the killer robot girl movie. Yeah. Sort of killer robot. No, she she kills yeah, people. Yeah, but it isn't until like the end, I think. Oh, no. It? She kills people pretty much through oh, the whole yeah. movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So what is the, what's the plot of this one? Because I've, I've seen a lot of stuff about it, and I've seen more like memes about it. <laughs> Or like, or that, or that one uh, marketing stunt they pulled where they dressed a bunch of girl, uh, a bunch of women up as Megan, <laughs> and had her just kind of just walk around and stare unsettingly. They've been doing that a lot during football games. Between that one and the movie Smile, oh, yeah, the smile, smile people, too. yeah, the smile. Also, people. that movie is dumb. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it's it's bad. It's not even fun. Dumb. It's just pretty dumb. Like I, I saw, I saw somebody making fun of like the Evil Dead Rise. Like promotional images, like isn't this a smile? <laughs> smile too, yeah. The sequel to Smile. But Megan, the gist of it, uh, there's a little girl whose parents die in a car accident, and she survives and is adopted by her aunt, who is a toy designer, who is making this state of the art android girl named Megan. Friend. Yeah, to be a friend to to children and. She gets a prototype of it up and going and gives it to her her new adopted niece to like get it to start learning and and working mm-hmm. as kind of like the trial run, I guess. And uh, it didn't go so great. Yeah. Congratulations. You're the beta tester. Yeah. Do not resist. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this sound like small soldiers? Uh, it kind of is, <laughs> except it's not. She's not small. She's regular, regular size. size. Yeah, and there's only one. It sounds like small soldiers. It sounds kind of like that one. Uh, the episode new Chucky of, the, or the new Child's the, play. The Child's Play. The it sounds kind of like that one uh, Treehouse of Horror where Bart has the uh, crusty doll. Well, yeah. here's your problem. It's set well, to here's evil. Here's your problem. <laughs> this thing is set to evil. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh. it, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It, it's not 
you know, it's a turn. I hate saying turn your brain off. You have a good time kind of movie, but it's kind of that way. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing wrong with those yeah. kind of movies. And it's, it's yeah. and it's not absolutely brain dead either. Yeah, like, there, there's stuff going on in there. You know, there's a place and t- there's a time and place for smart movies that make you think. And then there's a time and place for you just want to watch something dumb. Yeah. And it's just fun. It's a fun, a fun. movie. Yeah. It's a fun killer toy movie. That is competently shot and acted. Well, good. You know, it's not a full moon features killer doll movie. It's not yes. Baby Oopsie. What's her name? Allison <laughs> Williams. <laughs> it's uh, Brian Williams' daughter. Oh, yeah. 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 Every, everybody was good in it. Um, I wish it was an R. It's a PG-13. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's a hard PG-13, I would say. But say. I saw a clip where she like grabs a kid's ear and stretches that's, it to almost like a comical a comical length. Yeah, that's the grossest part of the whole movie. Yeah. That, that's it's as bad as it gets. Though. Gory at all. And you know, that's probably a that's a very calculated thing that they mm-hmm. that the producers well, probably I did mean, because they're if like, you, if we, you want run, the, we want teens to watch yeah, this. Yeah, if you make it PG-13, more people will watch it. Kind of like uh, the first Alien vs. Predator movie. It got more eyes on it, even though it is a terrible movie. But and that's the risk you make when you're when you're making those kind of movies when it's like right on the line. Yeah, yeah. They they use their one f bomb. Hey, good, good, good for them. Yeah. I mean, so did Battle for Planet of the Apes, yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. More yep. more PG thirteen movies need to make use of their one of the one f bomb. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> but I, I think it would have been more fun if it could have been more over the top. You could de- you could tell it was definitely like pull- they wanted to do yeah, more. Yeah, there pulling- is a cut uh, is gorier. Than oh, they'll, they'll probably release like an unrated cut or the something Snyder like that. Snyder cut on. of Megan. Yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to see the director's cut if we get a director's cut. It felt similar to Malignant, the other oh, James yeah. Wan movie from uh-huh. like a year ago, except it's a little less ridiculous than. Okay, Mal- Megan is at least. A little believable. Yeah. <laughs> wow, big year from uh, James Wan. He's got he has uh, Aquaman too coming out here. He's a good director. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I saw a whole list of movies that are coming out this year that, and there were like, I was surprised at some of them. I didn't know there's they're making another Ghostbusters. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a sequel to Afterlife? I think so. Yeah. Who knows. Let me see if I can pull up the list. You guys keep talking. I'm going to pull this thing up because I'm, I'm um, curious now. What else we got? We watched that that vampire movie that I forget the name of that you fell asleep during. That's that's a real promising yeah. uh, sales pitch. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? It was a, a vampire movie from the 80s. Uh, it was directed by yeah, Catherine Bigelow. And it was, yeah, it was cowboy vampire, basically. <laughs> oh, um, um. Near Dark. Yes, it was Near Dark. Near Dark with Adrian Pasadar of Heroes fame. Oh wow! Yeah, All he right. was the the senator. The, the flying senator was the main was the oh, main okay, guy okay. in that. Yeah. yeah. Samantha, you fell asleep, but I thought it was a pretty good movie. Near Dark is all right. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a more realistic take on what would happen to people that are you know immortal vampires. The the shootout at the hotel uh-huh. in the middle is worth the entire price of admission it's between that re- and, and just lance Hen- hendrickson as the as the the head vampire yeah fantastic i mean it's i mean it the movie's okay but you know it's it's fine it's watchable yeah that shootout was really cool it reminded me of something like a uh like a devil's rejects kind of situation before that was <laughs> 
because yeah, they're a in a bit. hotel room. They're meeting up with the cops and they're shooting at each other. It's during the day, so the vampires have to be inside, and the cops are shooting holes in the wall. And the Sunlight holes comes are through coming the holes, through the holes. Yeah. The, yeah. It was really cool. It's really cool. Um, all the promotional uh, stuff for that, I get mixed up in my brain with with Clive Barker's Nightbreed, because it looks very similar. I, I love Nightbreed. I wish they would. I wish they would either do more with like with the was it Cabal? Cabal. That, yeah. I wish they do more. It's a, it was an interesting story. Yeah. And they did have that that horrific Mac Tonight looking guy. Oh yeah, the moon face. Yeah, it'll just end up like the Hellraiser remake and be just like just that okay. was fine. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what we thought of the Hellraiser movie pretty much after seeing it. it was like, yeah, that was the movie. It was fine. Yeah. All right, I, I have the list. I have the list of big movies. All right, here we go. There's a few. So, Megan, uh, Iron Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Ant-Man. You Ant-Man. Said Ant-Man. That would be wild. That would be great. Iron like Man, that. that'd be great. <laughs> uh, cocaine Bear. Cocaine <laughs> We've Bear. We've talked about that one. Creed Three. Okay. For the guy from The Office. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Scream, is that Scream 6? Scream 6. Scream 6. They go to New York. I saw a really cool... Scream takes Manhattan. Yeah. Basically. uh, That's awesome. The movie poster looked like a a New York subway map, but it was in the shape of Ghostface. I thought it was a neat promotional thing. Are are the rest of the Wu-Tang Clan there? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Shazam. Which, that's surprising. Shazam 2. still doing that. Yeah. You know what? It's one of those that's done, and they've already started promoting it, so they are kind of stuck, I yeah. think. Uh, John Wick 4. Of course, that's going to make money. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Mo- uh, Honor, Honor, Honor Among, Thieves. Among Thieves. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. It's fine. Lion Wizards of the Coast Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I want to see it as well. I hope that the whole conceit is it is an actual D&D campaign. And it's just goofy. And it's goofy. I, what I would love is to see one of the main characters die about a third of the way yet through. And it inexplicably, 20 minutes later, that same actor shows up as a slightly different character because that the player has rolled a new character because their characters died. I hope it's meta, but I bet it's... I, I bet it's not. I don't know, man. Chris Pine playing the bard, and there's like a there's like a scene where he's like playing his lute or whatever with a goofy look on his face. I'm like, I want that. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I, I don't be fine. I don't want horny bard because the the meme of horny bards has been done to death. Oh, it's well, not. Yeah, that is so not funny it's anymore. Not, it's, it's not. It's not. It's really not. I just want it to be goofy, goofy fun. Yeah. 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 Which it might be, but it could still not be meta. Yeah, that's know? true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. You oh, know, man, I want to see that. It's day a me, one. Mario. I'm, I'm Mario. Mario. Uh, Guardians Volume Three. More. This more. is your Chris Pratt section of it. The, it kind of is. The Fast Chris, the, X, or as I like to call it, Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. Ah, why didn't that's they good. call it that? That's that's should good. have. That's good. Yeah, they really should have called it that. Cut this man a check. <laughs> uh, the Little Mermaid live action. Oh yeah, uh, Spider Man. I saw a trailer to that for in front of Megan, and it's too dark. You can't see anything underwater. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's dark under the water, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. It's, it's, a, it's fake a kids movie. movie. It's a kids movie. You can do whatever you want. Aquaman wasn't dark under the water. Uh, yeah, kind of. Black but, Panther was. Yeah, Black. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther was very dark under the water. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, which will be amazing. Yep. Transformers Rise uh, Rise of the <sighs> Beast, beast, the beasties, rise of the, rise of the beasts. 
fine. Yeah. Give Hasbro your money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have Flash still on the docket at June 16th. Oh, my God. Just let it die. <laughs> Disney Pixar Elemental. Eh. I don't uh, know. Some, if, we're gonna do some if, of these that if, I'm not 100% sure of. What if, what if things have feelings? Whatever. Um, <laughs> Indiana Jones 5. The Dial of Destiny. Yep, yep. Uh, Mission Impossible, the new one. They're Why? still doing this. Dead Reckoning, I think it's called. Is the is the uh, is Mission the... Impossible Dead Rising? Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's red, zombies red, in this one. Red, red Dead, Red Dead Impossible. <laughs> uh, Barbie. All right. I'll, uh, I'll 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 meme I'll meme that I'll meme watch I, I, that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm down for Barbie movie. Oppenheimer, which is weird that it's on this list of of big budget action comic sci-fi movies. It's definitely this a is, blockbuster. It's definitely a blockbuster in a way. Uh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is this about like the guy who like was in head like head of like the Atomic uh, yeah, Project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan the Oppenheimer. Manhattan, yeah, the Manhattan, Manhattan Project. Project. Oof. Yeah. Uh, the Marvels. Which I kind oh, of forgot was coming. I, I thought that was gonna be like a Disney Plus series. Nope, that's no. a movie. Mm. It's got it's got Brie, Brie Larson's. Well, I know, I know, I know yeah. they're all in it. Disney Plus. I know they're in it. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. I forgot about that. I'm kind yeah. of excited what? for that. Is it one. animated? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Oh, and okay. Seth Rogen wrote it. Yeah, Seth Rogen oh, wrote it. It's right. gonna be yeah, it's gonna be kind of goofy. All right. I'll, I'll okay. I, I think that man understands it's, the turtle. I think he gets it. It's been a while since we had a good turtles thing. You know, Seth Rogen, the easy answer would be he's Michelangelo. I actually think he'd be a better Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. With the, yeah. With the, doing voiceover with the gruffer voice. Oh, yeah. I oh, think yeah. he could do it. Oh, yeah. But then I just saw him laughing and it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that's all I want out of his Donkey Kong. And you'll get it. That is, I, uh, I better. You, you'll, you will. <laughs> that, that is the reason I'm buying a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Blue Beetle still on the docket somehow. At August 18th. Somehow, I don't think that movie is going to ex actually exist. No, I really don't. And if it does, we're going to be giving money to George Lopez, and nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get more Venture Brothers before we get Blue Beetle. Speaking of movies that may or may not exist by the time we hit this list, Craven the Hunter. Hey, do you remember Sony's trying to make Craven oh, the Hunter yeah. a thing? The Spider-Man villain. It's Craven time. He's gonna yeah. He's gonna morb right on the gonna, screen. He's gonna morb all over the place. Uh, Dune Part Two. Yeah. Wonka. Yeah, more Dune. The, Wonka. Wonka. The this, gr the gritty yeah. origin story of this Willy Wonka, starring that Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, this is the Tim Timothy Chalamet section of the movie. Yeah, yeah. These two back to back. He's gonna have a very good November December. <laughs> Uh, Ghostbusters. I think every month is probably pretty good if you're Timothy. <laughs> I would say so, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Ghostbusters Aqu and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is the December 25th, just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Get wet for Christmas. <laughs> Sebastian shows up. Do 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 do. <laughs> Oh, stupid! That was your movie roundup. I, you know, some <laughs> there are a lot of those on there that I'm excited to see. A lot uh, there's of a lot I on could, there. I'll be surprised if they actually come if, out. If actually exist by the end. With, of the with all the shakeups going at Warner Brothers Di Discovery or whatever, who, who I honestly think at this point anything that's already done, even if it's even if a movie is still in post production, they'll they'll cancel it. But if it's done and just waiting. They're not. Well, gonna, what about Batgirl? Yeah, unless Batgirl's Batgirl done. had a lot of post production left to go, nah. and also that was going to be dis um, uh, 
HBO Max. Oh yeah, it wasn't a theatrical. Oh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't theatrical. Uh, also, I've seen some background, uh, some set photos of not um, the Batgirl. She looked great, but yeah. um, what's his name as uh, Firefly? Brendan, oh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Brendan Fraser but, as Firefly. But he's all. But he was. He was already Robot Man. No, he was. He was going to be multiple characters. Yeah. But um, his costume did not. It wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Oh no! So maybe, maybe it was kind of a. <laughs> maybe we dodged the bullet on it. We dodged oh, a little bit of a bullet. Speaking of HBO Max, yeah, the Velma show. We watched the first episode. Oh of yeah, it. Ooh, How I, that? I have heard some things. It is incredibly mid. Really, the writing not great. It has a very high miss ratio to hit. They actually did a. Hashtag joke. Oh no! Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, I saw that. No. Yeah. They, they 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 poked funny at, at they poked fun at like the the me the me too movement or Te- something. Teen girls always be saying hashtag. Oh gosh! Uh, but the animation, like the character designs and all that stuff, looks great. Mm-hmm. There's some really good like shading action going on, and there's parts of the story that are interesting. And I would like to see how it goes. Maybe I'm just a sucker for a mystery. Well, Maybe. sure. Yeah. Fair <laughs> but, enough. But, but like, it's not super good. Oh, man, that's that is that is unfortunate. A lot of like the most obvious Scooby-Doo parody jokes that people have been mm. making for 30 years or more. Oh, man. Tend to pop up. Yeah. Yeah. They they make jokes about uh, Shaggy. He's like, I do not like drugs, and then he looks directly at the camera. Oh, that is like the that's like the easiest joke. And it's like it's it like, would it would make sense if canonically Shaggy ever did a drug, but, but he, he does never did. That's, He's never done a drug. That's just a dumb joke. You can't act like it's it was ever canon, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, that's 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 unfortunate. I really wish they would do more with that um, uh, crowdfunded independent. Scooby Doo, but like if it were done in the style of Riverdale live action. Oh. Did did I ever talk about that on the show? I think so. Yeah, that was that first episode was actually pretty darn good I, for I, what it was. And and in Velma, I think Glenn, Glenn Howerton's voice performance is weirdly muted. There's oh. sometimes when he's doing when he should be doing some Dennis Reynolds level screaming, and he's not. Hmm. That is a shame. Yeah. That is a bummer. Mindy Kaling's a good Velma, though. And, yeah. like, they're trying to do, like, a Daria thing with her, but she's too mean. Oh. <laughs> she's too mean to be likable. Where Daria Daria was mean-spirited, but in a way that she was Endearing. still likable. Yeah. Yeah. And Velma's missing the mark on that one, at least in the first episode. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've been I've soured a little bit on Mindy Kaling because she had a string of tweets that were like really in support of J.K. Rowling on oh, Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. And that was that was a Yikes. whole thing. Um, not Yikes. worth getting into on the show. But yeah, some some decisions there. Maybe mm, mm, not so. I thought that she wrote on the show too but she didn't it was oh. it was developed by some completely different guy i'd never heard of oh but not that that matters now not that apparently. That matters. yeah <laughs> oh yeah but but yeah don't it's, it's a letdown it's a letdown ah, bummer. Boo. Yeah. 
I mean, it could turn around as more episodes come out, but uh, currently, yeah, it ain't it ain't no Harley Quinn. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Like, does it feel like they're trying to capture that that lightning in a bottle a second time? I think so. Yeah, it, it kind of is a long. I mean, it does. Harley Quinn does the same thing, but for Batman characters. But it works for Batman characters it's funny. because yeah. it's funny and they're. Where's they're... my electric car, Bruce? <laughs> that show is so good. It I is. love every aspect of it. There's a there's a spinoff comic too that they did between the two seasons. It's actually uh-huh. pretty good yeah, too. Yeah. And the art is very good. There's some very good expressions in it for <laughs> Harley, on Harley that are hilarious. Yeah. Uh God, it's Harley, kinda that weird. Show is great. It's kinda weird to think about like canonically. I mean, it's just Venture Brothers. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is just Venture Brothers, but it's fine. Yeah, but that's well, fine because they ain't they're not making Venture Brothers and, anymore. And and part of the joke is that Venture Brothers couldn't do completely was Venture Brothers, they were pastiches of these characters, but with Harley Quinn, they are the characters, yeah. and they do have the history that they're sort playing of. against sort a little of. bit. Venture Brothers did Scooby-Doo better than all of them. Oh, did. yeah? They did that one episode where they had a, a, a Scooby-Doo parody team. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But not only were they Scooby-Doo parodies, they were also like... 60s and 70s maniacs oh okay. like, the, yeah. like the fred was ted oh, bundy right yeah uh, the velma was that woman that shot andy warhol oh yeah uh, and yep. shaggy was shaggy was the son guy of sam son, son of sam and, that was listening to his dog Scooby talk yeah the, yeah talking dog i remember yeah. that one I yeah which that. is so that. clever than it, just doing a straight parody that's yeah. been done to death yeah, so that's that's a that's <laughs> an interesting twist and it fits in the tone of adventure brothers yeah. Because yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> Daphne I mean, was Patty Hearst, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, Venture Venture Brothers was a parody of Johnny Quest until Johnny Quest actually showed up. Uh, Action Johnny. Yeah, they had to call him Action Johnny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Race Bannon showed up too. That's true. That's they did true. just Race, call him Race they Bannon. Just, they did just call him Race. I think they just called him Race though. Didn't they call him Race or was it Race Bannon? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they actually said it's, Race Bannon. I need to go back and rewatch. Because they, they pull out his ID. Oh yeah, that's true. They do, don't they? I need to go back and rewatch Venture Brothers. Same, same. Yeah. Especially since they're they're still in theory working on that movie. In theory, whether it's gotten axed from the HBO Max thing or not, who knows? But yeah. I would say it has a better chance than most things because because it's, it's Doc Hammer and he has a blank check. Well, no, it fits <laughs> it fits HBO Max's perceived uh, target audience yeah, demographic. demographic. Yeah, that's that's very true. HBO Max is for men. Plus, HBO Max probably isn't putting out a whole lot of money for it. It's probably just um, Jackson. Ga- uh, was it Jackson Jackson Action? Public Jackson and Doc Public Hammer? And, I almost said Jackson Galaxy, which is an also <laughs> like very good name. But <laughs> there's that, a that's of, my new stage name, Jackson Galaxy. Yeah, there's so. a lot more cats in Venture Brothers. Must say, yeah, isn't, isn't, that, isn't that the cats guy? Yeah. It might be. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the yeah. the, the cat the cat whisperer. Ba- yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, All right. Well, hey, we actually have hit time, so let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. We'll get nice and angry. Hi everyone, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Longplay. Longplay might be, as far as anyone can tell, a hit from coast to coast. Apparently, Longplay may also be an international sensation. I've contacted WZMO's sister station in Paris to check the pulse of the City of Lights. Bonjour, avec Longplay? Tu vas te tuer, espèce d'idiot, c'est incroyable. <laughs> My French is a little rusty, but I think she said we're a hit. Imbecile. 
I invite you to tune in to Long Play Fridays at 11 p.m. and Saturdays at 3 p.m. Just to see on WZMA. All right, hey, we are back from the break. Let's go ahead and get into some news. Friend Rick is having his birthday party at Dave and Buster's. Thanks, Duke. <laughs> we'll get a follow up on that later on. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we have a whole bunch of things we're going to be talking about. But first up, we actually have a special guest for this segment. Returning guest host Jordan Taylor. Jordan. Hey, everybody. Hey, calling in from parts unknown. <laughs> they are incredibly unknown. I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> a mysterious void. Yes. <laughs> and the reason we called you in for this specific one is because apparently there was a, a shakeup or something in the world of indie book publishing, which is something that I know next to nothing about. But you are you are a book person. I am a book person. That is true. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to talk about like what? happened yes or yeah let's go okay. to what happened first and then we'll get some, maybe maybe get some maybe, stuff. maybe lead up and then the actual and then what's going on now okay yeah. so there is an author whose name is susan i don't know how you say it meacham i think i think it said meacham yeah yeah and she is an indie published romance author and uh she passed away a couple years ago allegedly oh to... i don't like where this is going yeah. it's never yeah. good when, yeah. when you have to say allegedly passed away yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah spoilers that's where this story is going so she passed away allegedly two years ago and then uh earlier this year just you know popped back up on the internet like it's no big deal jk guys i'm not dead and mm. uh, it turns out she had faked her own death, and now she's back because I don't know she got bored or something. <laughs> um, I live and- again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's been kind of crappy to people who are understandably upset about the fact that she faked her own death, that people donated money to her funeral costs, and oh, other oh, authors. No. Yeah, other authors like encouraged people to buy her books to help support her family and and all of this. And she's like, I, I don't know why you're mad. Um, and that story made me very angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You we were talking about this uh the other day and yeah, you were getting a little uh you're getting a little spicy about it. You should yes. be glad I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm well, keeping the right, money though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, there's also been some confusion as to there was somebody that did an article about her and then um, had interviewed her. And so there was like back and forth with some interviewer. And then later they redacted parts of that because they're like, well, now that we've published this, we're not even sure we were actually talking to her. So this interview part, we're going to unpublish. But the the pretended to be dead and is now not dead part they have verified oh wow yeah the article i read is like she posed she posed as her daughter when they set up like the gofundme for her the uh the funeral costs and whatnot (laughs) support for the family yeah that well the person who said um my my mother has been bullied 
and has committed suicide. And uh, allegedly that was her daughter at the time that it happened. But I think now everything surrounding this is just allegedly because other than the fake death thing, nobody is certain what is true. She did come back uh, under a pseudonym and join her Facebook fan group page and was like interacting with people pretending she was someone else. And apparently she also had like TikTok and was just making TikTok videos as the kids do. (laughs) I'm I'm just imagining like somebody like doing like a stupid like TikTok dance. It goes, when you pretend you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, this is, this is crazy. It's wild. And, and I don't, understand any of it and that's part of why it's frustrating but on top of that i mean suicide is not something to joke about and and you know indie publishing already gets a bad rap romance authors already get a bad rap and you're just she's just making it worse like yeah, this is definitely not helping any any part of any of this like she right. is yeah Wow! Yeah, yikes! Yeah, <laughs> she should have donated that GoFundMe money straight to suicide prevention and awareness, but I'll bet she did not. <laughs> I bet that. Yeah, I bet that is long gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right, and so like people, and I mean, I also read something about how since she implied that it was other romance novel authors who had quote unquote bullied her on the internet that her fans went after other authors and oh. like gave them crap about you, you know, should have been more supportive and you led her to this. And so like you caused emotional damage to other authors, or at least your fans did. You took money via donations from people. And I don't know what she did with it because probably didn't have a funeral if you're not real dead. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It was a test run. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so it's my beta test for, yeah. <laughs> for death. <laughs> oh wow! So so shoot. Oh, so yeah. so I, I wonder what like the legal ramifications of this are because I don't know. I mean, I I I assume because it was a GoFundMe, they didn't really have to have any kind of like no one had to have a, a death certificate to set up a GoFundMe. So she probably just hearsay said oh yeah no i committed suicide or what have you but there's probably no legal like what what would be the legal behind this if i don't it, know i it, mean since if it was i mean i don't know if it was literally gofundme or just one of those you know any of those sites but yeah i mean if you made a donation technically you did that of your free will but you know, I mean, it was I, still done under false pretenses. I feel like that would be the only way that people could really go after her would be for like, like, like a civil, like a civil suit. Mm-hmm. Like somebody could set up a, like a class action civil suit, maybe under false pretenses. Right. Yeah, under, yeah, you know, for, mm-hmm. for for starting a, a fundraiser under false pretenses. I, I feel like right. the, the terms and conditions on most of those websites will protect them from that kind of stuff, though. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Protect I the mean, site, yeah, maybe not true. necessarily the person who set it up, and but protect the site. I'm no legal expert. Oh no, none of us are. Legal oh no, 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 oh no, 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 no. But um, uh, yeah, yeah I, but like Jordan said, uh. You know, people did make donations of their own free will, so there's not a lot you could do there. But it also, I feel like it hurts the the reputation, and it also puts a bad taste in people's mouths about other crowdfunding of tragedies set up by yeah, that's a good everyday point. people. 
It hurts. Yeah, it hurts crowdfunding. It hurts indie publishers, and it hurts anyone who does, who is, you know, has done. I mean, done you, that you, you see them. You you see them. You see them pop up all the time. You know, funeral help pay for funeral expenses for the struggling family, things like that. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's going to be like. And most folks take that at face value. Because exactly. Why would you lie about something? Well, I mean, why would that you is? not? Well, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, to you know if you want to go to a more uh, a real world uh, scenario, you know, people who set up you know collection jars at counters at like gas stations or store small stores and things like that help for this poor you know sick child or this that or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take that at face value because you have to because yeah. there's no alternative. If you want to be, yeah, you want to be a decent human being. Like yeah. oh, I don't want to think you know somebody's lying about this horrible inc- this horrible incident or situation. You know? Well, sure, and like I mean, I just who even does that? Like <laughs> uh, so who is like you know yeah. you know what's a good idea? Faking my own death. That's that's a great plan. And also, what is your plan? Like if like she implied in her hey guess what I'm back post that she was just like ready to get back to writing her post literally ended with the words let the fun begin and i think that's part of what ticked people off but like how How, are you how how are you gonna write again nobody's gonna buy your stuff even if it is good which p.s i read some of it and it's not (laughs) (laughs) i wonder how big of a bump she got off this though oh yeah well you know Oh yeah, yeah. Any publicity is good publicity, unfortunately. I guess, but I mean, to a point. But like, if somebody buys one of your two ninety nine books on Amazon and reads it and it's trash, they're not going to buy the rest of them. Like, but that's an extra two ninety nine they wouldn't have had otherwise. That's true. You have three three whole dollars now. I do wonder <laughs> do how a lot mu- with three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder how much she made, like after the announcement of her quote-unquote passing yeah. of, like, people, like, pushing her book. A huge surge in, right. in sales yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I understand those aren't donations, but there's probably a bunch of people out there that own a a cruddy, a cruddy book that they're never going to read or they read once and it was awful. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I've got a new plan on how to get a lot more downloads on my new game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, it's Meechin. Sorry, M E A C H E N. Meechin. Susan okay. Meechin. Gotcha. Thank More like she a Moochin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sick burn. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Me and my, my dad humor over here. <laughs> Susan allegedly Moochin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Her middle name is allegedly Susan A. Moochin. <laughs> It's spelled it, it, it allegedly spelled funny. It's like one of those weird spellings of Ashley that has like a GH in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just wild. Like her her alleged daughter who did the the post about how she had passed away also got other authors to like donate their time and like editors time to finish her quote unquote last book to publish it posthumously. Oh, oh my god. And oh, oh so, I didn't know yeah, this. Like it's not like it was a one time and then oh. I think at some point, like after interaction and her fan group started to fall off, it said the daughter showed back up again and was like, Oh no guys, mom's books are gonna get unpublished if people aren't buying them. So tell your friends to buy them. Like so it was uh. it was a long it was a long game of wow of shenanigans. It's not like it was one bad decision that you made it no, was it, 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 many. I, 
to make another book pun, uh, it was a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> a series of unfortunate choices. Right. <laughs> that That's one way to fix your writer's block. Oh, I'm dead. Somebody better finish this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Talk about a ghost writer. Hey! <laughs> that right. was the best one. That yeah, was the best that was, one yeah so you far. win. You win that one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Uh, uh, why are people awful? I mean, I mean, I guess. Why are Sujin Meechin? I guess. I mean, if you're going to grift, grift hard. I guess. <laughs> yeah, grift yeah. harder. Go home. <laughs> well, there's the episode that's title right there. Yeah, say. that's it. You nailed it. Yeah. Publishing. I'm in. Publishing yeah. three t- Tokyo, Tokyo grift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting good ones here. All right. I love it. Oh, I love it. I didn't expect this episode to have so many puns, but I like it. Hey, it's us. Yeah. If there's yep. anything we do, it's complain and pun. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Jordan, you have time to stick around with us for the rest of the, the second half or do you need to sure. split? Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to go ahead and hit a couple of quick hits here. Um, one thing I want to talk about right out, right, right away, right off the bat, it won't take too long. So, uh, popular YouTube. You guys group. heard about Neil Breen? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last time. I know. Who am I? <laughs> what am I? <laughs> what are you indeed, Neil yeah. Breen? I feel like you're another human or oh, another alien posing as a like, human. That sounds like Where a am South I? Park What am bit. I? It does. Yeah. yeah. Does, does he have dementia? Is he lost? <laughs> All right. So we're not talking about Neil Breen, but we're uh, Neil Breen adjacent kind of. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so there's a popular YouTube filmmakers um, group called Red Letter Media. They do a lot of movie reviews. They do. They've made a couple of movies. They're not they're not great. Space Cop is fun for what it is, but it's not great. But it's it's a it's it's a collective of guys, and they do. Um, like I said, they mostly review bad movies, but they re- they riff and, on the internet, kind of like what we do. Internet. Yeah, <laughs> and every once in a while, they do like uh, kind of like subtle expose kind of things hidden within movie reviews, kind of. And recently, they did a video about uh, the re- the uh, rise of having VHS tapes graded and slabbed and um, sold for extremely high prices. Like the speculator do, market. Like they do with comic Like books. they do with comics. They've and, started doing it with video games now, too. Yeah, and that's it's ridiculous. Um, and the, their whole point was, this means nothing. VHS is an inherently bad format. Mm-hmm. People are just collecting things for the sake of collecting things. And there's, there's nothing wrong with collecting things because you like them. Listen, I'm a collector. I... Look at my house. It is covered in collectibles and, and stuff. But collecting things just because it has an assigned future cost to it is kind of silly and flawed. And VHS is a perfect example of people spending lots of money on, on something. Junk. On junk. There was like, there was like a, uh, a, a still in plastic wrap original pressing of... Back to the Future 1 on VHS that sold for like $60,000 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Hold on, hold on guys. I need to go to my dad's. Yeah. Right. Right <laughs> yeah. So, and 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 one of the other things that they were talking about with it was um, the rise of these grading companies that you would, that you pay like $80 a tape to send to a grading company to get officially graded. So as a joke, they sent a bunch of their tapes out just to see just to see what would happen. And one of them 
is this this South African ET knockoff called Nuki. Yeah. It was another running joke on their channel. People would send them VHS of this movie called Nuki. They had like over a hundred. They had an entire shelf of Nuki tapes. You would in all their videos, they would walk past it and you would just see a whole like pile of Nuki tapes whenever they would play Jenga with the VHS tapes. Instead of placing a tape on top, they would place a copy of Nuki on top. It was a whole joke. Who was those one guys that had nothing but like Jerry Maguire's? Everything is terrible. Everything is terrible. And they mentioned that everything is terrible in the in the in the video. But they decide, okay, one they found the the best looking copy of Nuki, and they sent it in to have it graded as along with a couple of others. And it came back as an graded 8.5 out of 10, like really well done. So they decided, you know what? We're going to show how stupid this is. We're going to put this on eBay and 100% of the proceeds were going to go to a charity, a couple of charities. Uh, It was going to be split down the middle between St. Jude's and uh, the Humane Society of uh, Wisconsin because they're uh, in Milwaukee. So. What is it with these Midwestern guys in bad movies? I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing else to do so you just sit around and watch bad <laughs> yeah. movies um and one of the things they talked about was okay so this tape it now has been officially graded it has a story behind it because of it's now popular famous because of this video the third thing that you need is scarcity so they decided to take all 106 tapes of nuki that they owned and put them in a wood chipper as a joke to say, oh, yeah, we're, we're driving up the, the scarcity of this tape. They're not really driving up the scarcity of this tape. You go on eBay and there's a million people selling Nuki tapes. Also, it's a scary garbage movie. Oh, so yeah. No, the also, scarcity implies anybody wants it. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. The movie sucks. The movie's terrible. I tried watching it last night at work to, in preparation for this, and I got 15 minutes in. I couldn't do it. it was, wow. Oh, it was. Oh, it must be is bad. It, is, it, is it worse than like Mac and Me? It's worse than. It makes Mac and Me look like E.T. <laughs> and I'm not. That's not hyperbole. This is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, they ended up making uh, $80,000 as like $80,600, I think. For the sale of the Nuki tape. And there is a rumor, side note, there is a rumor that it's one of their celebrity friends like Macaulay Culkin or someone had actually bought it and will probably show up in a future video giving them back their slabbed copy of Nuki. <laughs> that's that's kind of the running that's kind of the running theory. But the point of this art of this of this news topic is there are uh, a lot of people online who are furious at these guys from Red Letter Media because they destroyed wonderful, wonderful vintage VHS tapes. They're, they're mad because they threw trash in the trash. Exa- that's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly it. So, and that's the point that one of the guys, Jay Bauman, one of the two main guys from from Red Letter Media, uh, is the point he made. He said VHS is an inherently bad format for film. It degrades over time, whether you watch it or not. Eventually, these things will not work. It's magnetic tape. It's magnetic tape. <laughs> and it's been replaced by so much better formats between DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, and digital. DVD, HD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, d- yeah. Beta, you know. Yeah. <laughs> beta everything technically the superior format technically but that's the one that uh that, that uh, died you know that died because of reasons um not because of dirty movies i've learned oh recently. really that was not the reason why i always thought it was because of dirty movies went with vhs and that was 
the way the way that industry goes is the way things go. What's that, the real reason? Do you know? I forget. Okay, well that's fine. No worries. Um, but the 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 point Jay made was we're not destroying art; we're destroying future landfill. So I'd be more mad they didn't recycle yeah, it. Yeah, by making yeah. present <laughs> landfill. Yeah, yeah. Like ah, uh, it's so stupid. It, it it's so stupid. It really is, and it, it was it's done. Such a as dumb a, thing to be mad about. People are dying on this hill because. This hill of trash. Because, oh my, <laughs> how dare you destroy the beautiful, wonderful VHS. It's it's not like it's like a pristine copy of something that's like, you know, legitimately like good cinema. Well, here's, okay, so someone online tried to make the, the argument that it's just like breaking a whole bunch of uh, LP records, a bunch of vinyl. That's not the case because vinyl does have... You do get a warmer sound quality to it when you when you play vinyl. It does have benefit. There are benefits to playing music on vinyl that you don't get through digital processing and and uh, compression on on tapes and 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 CDs. CDs and stuff like that. There is no positive to VHS. It was just a format at the time. Anytime you watch a movie that is on DVD, there is a one hundred percent chance that it looks better than it did. On VHS, no question. The only time it doesn't look good is when you have a the rare movie that was never officially ported from VHS to a further format. So, so someone just, had to rip it from the VHS. Yeah. But anytime you have anything that has gone beyond VHS, it it makes VHS look bad. There is no there is no positive to it. You're you're talking about it, and all I can think of is my really old copies of the original Star Wars trilogy I have on VHS, where Darth Vader looks kind of blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. You get yeah. You get dust. You get scratches. You get skips. If you leave, if you pause a VHS for too long, it will permanently wrinkle the tape inside there over time. Also, you know, it has a potential to burn the image. Yeah, yeah, it burn the burn the image. Every time you rewind a VHS, you risk it ripping the tape off of the spindle. Like there's nothing I mean, I listen, I grew up with VHS. We all oh, we all did. We grew up with VHS. My my VH VHS player ate my copy of Temple of Doom. I have a lot of <laughs> nostalgia for watching VHS, but I will be the first to say it is a bad format given it's it's uh, contemporaries. Also, Betamax lost because Sony refused to compromise quality to make longer recording tapes. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. That, okay, well, that makes sense. That makes more, much more sense. I still like to prefer that, you know, it's because of the dirty movies. I think <laughs> the that's, adult a funnier, film industry. that's a funnier that, that story. That is a funnier story, yeah. but it's not technically yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. You know what you know, I never understood with VHS tapes? Like, back in the day when VHS was like, that was the format. You could go buy a blank tape and you could set it, like set your VCR to record something. Like you could record six hours of footage on a VHS. Sure. And yet when you bought VHS movies, it's like an hour and a half, two hours long or whatever. It's because... It's, you were recording in long play. In long play. So. Which is a lower quality setting, but uh, it records longer. And also a show right here on WZMO. True. Hey. hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so what was happening is you were, the, the tape was running slower through, uh, through the spindle when you're recording, so you're getting less quality, but you're getting more time on the tape, because uh, the more frames you use to record a, a, a thing, the higher quality, in theory, it would be. 
I watched a three-part YouTube series about the those com- uh, capacitive uh, disc oh. video, video discs. Oh the yeah, CDs. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was very interesting. <laughs> I listen. I love old formats. I love. I love. I love that stuff. But hey, where are the where are the again, where are the VMU stands at? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they had been working on those as far back as like the mid sixties, oh, trying I to get it. video on vinyl like that. Yeah, huh? Yeah. And if it would have came out, you know, just like five years earlier than it did, it would have stuck around. But... I still love my old Selectivision. The the old the huge <laughs> yeah. record like they're heavy and you have to flip them halfway yeah, through. I have one too. Oh, I love those things. They're great. I I only have um, King Kong. Oh yeah, on it, and it plays like garbage. But I think they all kind of play like garbage. Uh, I have the original uh, Star Wars before the New Hope. When it was just called Star Wars. It, it was just called Star Wars. It has the original crawl and everything. Again, yeah, it plays like crap because you get a little bit of dust in there, and because they're inside the plastic sleeve, you can't open it up to dust yeah, it off or th- anything. Those discs are so incredibly fragile. Oh, apparently. they are. That's yeah. why they come in those little uh, cartridges. Uh huh. That you can't unlock unless you actually put it into the player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we have time for like one more very quick. Do we want to talk about D and D? We could keep that rage train. Yeah, let's, let's 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 get mad. Let's keep this rage train a rolling. Let's there, talk about D and D. There's been some uh ohs with with Wizards of the Coast, the people who make the Dungeons and Dragons yes, for the o- time game. The owners, the owners of the Dungeons and Dragons franchise. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast, and more importantly, Hasbro. Hasbro is the one that's making the changes because Hasbro bought Wizards of the Coast. Yes. Which is also why we get all these weird crossovers with Magic the Gathering now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, they're doing similar things with Magic the Gathering. True, true. Try, oh, yeah. to, try money, money making schemes. So, Dungeons and Dragons version five, uh, fifth edition, had something called the uh, OGL, the Open Gaming License, basically saying you and Josh, you're going to have to help me on. You guys are going to have to help me on this. Uh, it was like basically you are allowed to use their general like the, the bones rule, the rule set the, you know, the, the, back, bones, the backbone the of backbone it. to make of derivative works derivative works yeah. like like your you know your, other your, other games your home like your homebrew your homebrew stuff right and with uh, you, you can make your own book of monsters for the game and sell it without getting in legal trouble. Right. Is, yes. is basically, yeah, that's something, basically something that they had in 3.5 that like they had all these like third party publishers putting out stuff for for Dungeons and the Dragons. I mean, there was a lot of good stuff in there. Right. And a lot of bad stuff. So. <laughs> well, sure. That's that's the way it goes. Uh, but with D&D one, which is sixth edition. Or yeah, whatever they're going whatever to they're calling it. One D and D, one D and D, I think. But yeah, it's sixth edition. They're revising the open the OGL, like, the OGL, basically to say that if you make a certain amount of money w- with your homebrewed stuff that you're selling, you owe them a twenty five percent cut, and anything you make and produce technically is owned by Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast and if you make a certain amount of money like $500,000 or over within a year you go into a different bracket of licensing fees and things like that and this is all because of Critical Role Mm -hmm. 
And also, they they put in the stipulation that they have the right to change the agreement at any time. At any time, yes. So, yes. I I, I have changed the terms of our agreement. Pray, I do not change it anymore. I've altered the deal. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, yeah, like I said, this is all because of... Critical role. Critical which, role, yes. Which I don't like. Oh, we, we lost Jordan, but let's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Jordan Taylor. I guess our time was up on our on our Zoom call. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we're, we're almost done here, so we got we to wrap things. Patreon goal, get us a Zoom subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's keep rocking and rolling. Uh, so yes, uh, this is all because of Critical Role, because Critical Role is that Made very, bang very, 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 very popular... Um, getting all those Twitch subs, getting all the I Twitch guess. subs and all that stuff, you know, and making that, and making money hand over fist. Animes, a- animated series, yeah. comics. And, and Hasbro was looking at this, going, "Where's where's our cut? Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my money, little man? I've seen I've seen two sides of this ar- argument. One side is people deciding that the world is fo- is crumbling, that we're going to that and no one's going to play in the new D&D and they're going to, you know, we need to we need to come up with our own system and and leave these people in the dust and this that and the other. And I've seen another side saying, "Listen, if you're not making a substantial amount of money for your thing, it's not going to affect you." Yeah. It's I feel like it's going it, to it, it's going to affect like maybe like a point of a percentage of of people within the community and, yeah and, and i and i think those people have enough of a pull pull within the community where they can get people real riled up about it yes the other thing is the uh, even though the the agreement says that um wizard of the coast and hasbro will own everything you do and in, in perpetuity and all this stuff all the argument i saw was all it means is that at their at the end of the year at their earnings statement they could roll technically roll whatever you made into their numbers their bottom line their bottom line numbers just to say hey look how much we did in our subsidiaries this this and this we have made x amount it's all just to put on paper yeah it's all tax write that it's that it's bigger than it actually is it's all tax write off it's really stuff. not that and big like of a inflating deal. stocks and, and crap like they, that they put out a big statement just today about well we messed up um they actually put the words we really rolled a one on this a, one. A critical fail yeah, on this Yeah, which was a real, real cringe. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was mainly about keeping people from use, making NFTs of D&D yeah. stuff, which is... That's fair. Fi- fair. Yeah. It, I mean, I, it's... Why are people still trying to make NFTs a thing? I don't it's know. It's already proven that it's not going to be a thing. Yeah, I just... Well, uh, that's a whole other thing that's going to make me mad. Is is this kind of one of those things where nobody wins either side? Either oh, way. sure, yeah. But it also seems like maybe the guys at Hasbro are a bunch of finance bros, and they're trying to find a way to squeeze a couple more nickels out of nerds. Exactly. Well, we I mentioned that they're doing the same thing with Magic: The Gathering. Did you hear about the thousand uh, dollar set that's not um, tournament legal? Yeah, that they're putting out. But yeah, they repr- they are reprinting a bunch of old original like, classic cards. cards. Yeah. But they're but you can't use them in in any kind of gaming tournament currently because they're so old. And also the set's a thousand dollars. And you can't buy it at a local game shop. You so, have to get it from their website, yeah. which means that they it's, can tax it's, you. It's like the secret layer stuff, yeah. like stuff you can only get through their special shop. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, money, money's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Hasbro Wizards always trying to, you know. Please sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And with that, we actually have to wrap things up. So uh, thank you for listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. Uh, Leave a message with your hot takes. Yeah. (laughs) The number is 419-561-5556. It's a lot of fives, a couple of sixes. Just pick up your phone and start hammering. Just start hammering fives and sixes sixes and eventually you'll get to us. Yeah. You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank both Jordan Taylor for coming on the show. And uh, we'll have to get her back on the show in person here soon. And also David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. Oh, and Parker. Parker. Yes. And also super friend Parker, who uh, has been manning the uh, Facebook page. He puts up a lot of the news articles and stuff like that. We really appreciate the help that he does on the show as well. So again, thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back next week. I've been banned from Dave and Buster's. Don't do that, Duke.